Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, Salon Sleuth listeners. Thanks for joining today. We have medium Joshua John on the show today. He is a local Portland medium who has this amazing ability to talk to people who have passed over, bringing some peace to the people who are left here to grieve for them. I also brought on a show a friend of mine who has come to one of the events that I have thrown together and um, had met Joshua John for the first time and coming in as a somewhat skeptic about the whole idea of afterlife. And he had given her some information that the only could have come from her mother who has passed on. And then we also were bringing on the show today a friend of mine who is a complete skeptic. But I think she's on the fence now after having her mini reading from Joshua John. On Saturday, March 4th from 5 to 8 p.m. would be my next group event with Joshua John. The space is limited to 15 people and each person will be read. If you'd like to join us, go to salonsleuths.com and register. Without further delay, here is Joshua John and our interview. Thank you for coming. My pleasure. I would love it if you could tell me when, before you came to JJ, kind of what you thought would, like, what were you expecting to happen? What were you, were you nervous? Tell me how you felt when you were even thinking about going. Well, first of all, it took me a long time to go. You hosted a few events and I 
didn't, I was just afraid to go. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I wanted to believe in it, but I wasn't sure that I did. And I really was hoping to um, connect with my mom. And um, I think that I was afraid that she wouldn't come through, which would then mean more about the relationship that I had with her when she was alive. And so then I felt like if she didn't come through, then it would solidify that there was some um, unsettled feelings. And so that was really scary for me. Yeah, I can understand that because you're on the fence anyway. And then what if, what if it was true and I could connect with this one person and they don't come? That's a lot of exactly. Pressure. And yeah. then I feel like a lot of times when I ask people if they'd like to come, I think they freak out, especially if they have never experienced this before. It's really scary. Um, like I was telling you, like, I don't know, like, what are they going to find out? Are they going to find out something like, you know, I mean, I don't even know what it could possibly be, but it's just sort of like a, in like, can it read your mind? Like what is happening? And, um, but I kind of grew up in this world. So to me, it's not scary, but then some people like, I love scary movies. I have a client. If I even mention a scary movie, she's like, stop, 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 stop. Like she can't even talk about it. So to me, it's not a big deal, but I understand, especially now, like being in the salon and stuff and talking to people, I can tell right away if people are going there or not, or maybe like, um, not sure, you know, but I try not to push it with the people that aren't interested. So now that you have come and can you tell me, did your mom show up and what happened? Yes, she did. Um, it was incredible. It was, well, first of all, um, I didn't register. Um, I just came to the event because I knew there was an opening. Um, and so that was part of it too. I just thought, well, someone, if I register for it, then you could just look at my Facebook or, or, you know, find me on social media and get information. So I didn't register. I just came at the very last minute and, um, she came through and it was incredible. I mean, just the, the things that, that the details that he was able to share with me, um, I mean, things that no one else would know, um, things that I didn't completely remember. She, passed away from cancer. And so little details about, um, you know, her treatments and, um, you know, how she would use ice chips because her mouth would get dry. And um, it, the, the details were incredible and, and um, something that she had an amazing sense of humor. And so um, just to keep things light through her treatments, she was very um, self-conscious about losing her hair through her treatments. So she wouldn't really let anyone see her without her wig. And so it's really important to her to, to always, you know, look herself and, and be presentable. And, um, and so she would, you know, wear a head wrap if she wasn't wearing her wig. And, and so we would all, um, <laughs> we all like put her wig on, which sounds very insensitive, but because she had such a great sense of humor, she just loved it. She thought it was the funniest thing. So we, you know, and, and he knew that, I don't know how on earth he could have known that it was incredible. Um, 
and he um, mentioned that um, that there was a necklace that that I had of hers, and I was wearing it, and I was wearing it at the event, and it has her name on it. And he well, he, he, he said knew you that wear it in her name, like he said something like, you know, it was either hers or like it, he said in her name. I remember that, and you pulled down your shirt, and you're like, it is her name. Yeah, and we were all just like, oh my god. Yeah, like, yeah. So like what you're saying, like. You know, you go to some of these events and people will say things and it could almost pertain to everybody in the room. Like, but like my mom had cancer. She never had ice chips. She didn't have right. a wig, right? So those details wouldn't fit for everybody. There's no way. I mean, I've been in situations where you're like, oh yeah, you know, and it, I don't know. I just, that does not fit for everybody. Well, and then the one thing too, it gives me goosebumps to think about it. And I don't know if you remember this, but um, my mom, I would say, had kind of a celebrity lookalike, if you will. She looked exactly like B. Arthur. And um, people like would call her Maud because that was a character that she had played. And he said it was just, it was crazy. And it's such an abstract celebrity to even think of. And he said, it's so weird. He goes, I just keep visualizing B. Arthur from Golden Girls. And that to me was just over the top. I mean, that's what she looked like. That's what she looked like. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, and that just doesn't happen. No. And you, you can't make that. I mean, <laughs> you can't yeah. make that up. Well, and this being that you're on the fence, like, did you believe in this world kind of before this? Like, what did you think about like afterlife and or what happens? Like, what do you think happens? He, so he, he connected with something, got this information. Where do you think he got that? What do you think? Could that have been just your mom? Who else would would that have come from? Yeah, I mean, I just, I have always like wanted to believe um, and I'm not a religious person. And so um, for me, it's just very abstract because I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I mean, it has to be, I just, there's no other explanation for it. And, um, you know, now, you know, I have different things, different signs that, you know, that I look for that um, for in the most, um, I don't know, just the, these signs that, that I see all the time, um, that are, are just her presence. I just know she's there and it's, it's something that I can't explain it. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think those signs were always there and you're just not paying attention or do you feel like now you guys have an understanding? And so when she's sending you these, you're receiving them, like, how, how do you think that works? Um, I think that it's possible the signs were there, but I think that you kind of have to ask for it too. I think that you have to say, present yourself in this way. And so that, let me know you're here by showing me X, Y, or Z. And, and the, it's, it happens. It yeah. happens all the time now. <laughs> so, and that's, so like people wonder like why do I do these events right and I mean I do them because I find them so interesting like to watch but I also feel like like I have been called different things I've been well besides you know whatever but I've been called like a witch basically and I'm like so I guess I mean if that's how you feel I go but could I be a good witch because I feel like um if I'm actually bringing somebody peace in in a time where they're struggling is that a bad thing? Like, right. 
And I know that you weren't struggling, but I probably helped you with a little bit of piece of some of the, the things that you wondered about your mom. Like, had you not been that, you would have never had that connection that you now feel because now you have signs and stuff. And you'd always probably wonder where these come from, or maybe you would have never been drawn to those signs. But I do these events because, um, well, first of all, I love my family dearly. I think anybody who knows me knows that. And I want to know that I will be with them again someday, or that if I pass away, that my kids, like I've raised them in this kind of idea that they can look for signs that I will be giving them or vice versa. And I just feel like when there's times of trouble, I want people to know that we don't just end here. And that's the main reason why I do these events. And I, I actually get so much pleasure, like watching the magic happen when he connects with somebody. And, you know, like sometimes people sign up, they may sign up for three people, but I don't know who that one person is bringing. So I think people wonder, am I feeding him information? Well, first of all, Lori, I don't think I knew your mom passed away. I definitely didn't know it before that night. I didn't know she had cancer and I definitely didn't know she had a wig. I didn't know you wore a necklace with her name on it. Like I couldn't even feed him this information. He's just that good. And I don't know, like supposedly we all have this eye shirt on, like or <laughs> I'm not getting it or, um, but he is incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that's all it was for me is that connection, you know, yeah. and so much time had passed since she passed away that I just felt like just that connection again. And now I have that connection moving forward because I feel like it's solidified now. Yeah. Okay. And we're working where you do, do you feel like, um, do you feel anything at work when it comes to certain people or things or I don't, I don't, that I don't think I, up in another no, way no, I don't think I have that, um, intuitiveness that, that would, that I could pick up on things like that. I just, I don't think I have that or I'm not in touch with it maybe. Cause I know one of the buildings, there were certain areas I'd kind of um, not get creeped out, but it felt differently. And so, and I was like, is it just is it darker in this corner? Like, then I'm trying to like identify why do I feel different right here? Like I look kind of around the room, like the hallway or whatever and be like, you know, is it darker in this corner? Like what's making me feel like, cause I try to, even though I believe in this stuff, I also try to prove otherwise. Right, like, exactly. You want to debunk it. Yeah. Time, like I do these things and it's like, I have never seen a full body operation. I can't tell you if that was a ghost, but I did have these weird experiences that I can't explain. And some things I can't explain. And then I was like, well, that definitely wasn't supernatural. But um, as much as I believe it, I also feel like I'm also curious of like, is that really what it is? It's so weird. Like maybe if I actually just believed it, I would see it more often. Or maybe I would, you know, trust myself when I, when those things happen. But instead I'm in the hallway looking at the lights, like, was that like darker than that light? Like, you know, I'm just trying to, <laughs> but I thought, well, maybe because you're in an area where people do pass away often if maybe you had experienced anything or yeah but no. no but I I mean I do think that it's something you have to really focus on or I mean I think it comes naturally for some people but for me I just I just don't I don't think I'm just in tune with that well maybe you don't want to be freaked that's, out either so yeah that's, that's the one thing possible. I was worried about our guests that will be coming on is 
you know, if she's not open, she's not going to get anything. And that's right. why I said that to her. I said, just, you know, think about that person or that thing, because even if it's silly, just, just try, because I don't think if you're not, a, if they don't allow it, it's not going to show up. So I know her and she's so reasonable. I mean, I haven't seen her in years, right? Like, right, right. And as far as I knew, she didn't believe in this stuff. I, you know, she doesn't, she's a skeptic. She doesn't. Yeah. So that would be the cool thing if something shows up and I know that's why I kind of want to stick around and you should, if you can listen. Yes. No, definitely. Who was there the night you were with JJ? Um, Well, that's what I was going to say is I think that as impactful it is for yourself, I think just witnessing it for other people is, I mean, you're just feeling all the emotions they're feeling. I mean, it's just incredible, but I think, I think Carolyn was there. I think Tracy was there. Your sister? No, not that I know of, but Tracy, do you remember Tracy? Oh yeah. Hers was really good. That was incredible. Yeah. So I messaged her, but I hadn't talked to her in a year. Yeah. Texted at all. And so I'm like, Hey, like, haven't talked to you in forever. How are you doing? Hey, and can you do this thing? And, um, I never heard back, but her story would have been incredible because, Oh my gosh, no way. None of us knew that information. No, no. And she, it was almost like she didn't even remember. Well, she didn't want to say it out loud in a bit of a bunch of coworkers. Right. And when he turned to go to somebody else and then came back with their names, remember that? Uh Uh-huh. He said the boys' names. Like, okay, so why don't you tell them? Since she's not here, we don't, we could just say her first name. We don't have to say anything else, but um, kind of tell that story because it's- I don't know if I know the the intricate details like you do. I mean, he, I don't know. I don't know. Well, as far as I knew, either her her dad was super religious or he was like a minister. He was very much involved in the church of some sort. And I kind of felt like he worked for the church and she was in high school and she got pregnant and that was a big no-no. And given this girl was like in her sixties, you know? And so back then, those are the types, like you just kind of disappeared until you came back to school. And then came back nine months later. Yeah. And, um, she was pregnant with twins. Not only was she in high school and not married, she was um, having twins and then they were stillborn and lost both of them. So um, he knew none of the, none of us knew this of her at all. And it probably was a little embarrassing and shameful. I'm guessing she never shared that information and, or maybe it wasn't, I don't know, because she had other kids after that, but um, JJ was like, your dad's here. And she's like, oh, and he is, and he's here with the twins. And she's like, oh, and he's like, no, like with the twins, like he's holding twins. Like, what does that mean anything to you? And she's like, mm. and he just kept going on and on. Like, well, what about the twins? And she's like, okay, okay. I'll tell you, like, this is what happened. And, you know, Karen was super like fun and loving and like loud. And like, so that's why I wanted her to be there that night. Cause I thought she would bring so much like fun stuff into the thing, but she came in so serious Cause she didn't know what to expect. Everyone's a little scared. Right. And probably scared for that reason. Like, see what I said, but like, you're not sure what they're going to say. Well, he just drove right. up something that she just probably didn't want to remember. Um, but to know that her dad, who was super angry with her is actually caring for the babies. Must have been right. Something. Like, yes. Then he goes to move on to somebody else and then comes back and says both of their names. And she's like, that's their names. Like how on earth? And they had a funeral for both of the babies and, um, but how on earth, like, right. Yeah. My other friend, Karen was there once 
and her daughter was there. And I think her daughter was like really pregnant at the time. And he says something about like Harper, well, Harper. And they're like, what? Like they hadn't told anybody, but that was the name they had chosen for her. And they still, even after that, didn't say anything until she had, I think until she came or till like she was like, I don't know, remember, but like the name hadn't been like fully chosen, let alone like advertised to anybody. And he said it before they did. And you know, he has that notebook. So sometimes he'll jot down words and then he'll turn around like, that's what I wrote, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So that was a, that was a cool night because that was incredible. So I'm oh like trying to write down everyone's notes really quick. So when they leave, they have their note, because like you said, like you may not remember everything that was said to you. No. And I reviewed my notes today because, and I still have them. So thank you for doing that. But yeah. um, just some of the things that I forgot that, you know, that he said and things that I was supposed to go look up and I haven't. So um, what were like some of the things he said? Some of the things that I should look up or some of the yeah. things. Um, whatever you want to share. Oh, <laughs> um, let's see. The, oh, that um, that she, she had, um, that she was with like her best friend's sister, that she had, a, her best friend's sister had passed away. And so I um, did not look into that because you know, I think that's super interesting. Um, you know, it's no one that I can think of or no one that I know. Um, part of that is because you don't need the validation. Have right. you still wondered? You might look some of that stuff up and like try to validate what he said is true. But if by not doing that, you already got your validation, maybe that you don't need that. Like, and it only proves that your mom's still around, right? Exactly. She, yeah. I know. I mean, I definitely have told that story so many times um, because I just think that anyone that's lost anyone, even if you haven't lost someone, just having the opportunity to share that with others, um, you know, even if it's not a personal loss and just seeing it through someone else's journey and their story is incredible. I think we get so caught up in our day-to-day go to work, go home, clean the house, get dinner on the table, you know, and we get so stuck in that, that we forget that there's this other life, like there's, we have life in us and we forget that we need to live it and to experience, I think we came here to experience as much as possible. And maybe on the other side, we can't experience those same things in, unless you're in like a physical body. And, um, and I think sometimes we forget that. Like I forget what we forget while we're here. So I have to remind myself this too, because I spend so much time trying to figure out like kind of where we came from or where we're going and not kind of living in this moment. So sometimes like when I start doing that ghost hunting and, you know, I find that all fascinating. I'm trying to figure out that part when I should just be, I'm not living, I'm not doing what I came here for which is living and experiencing, but then I'm experiencing this and I feel like I'm helping people with that. And, um, right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I was exposed to this, like as a little kid, my dad would take me and I thought it was like a church, but then like, if you think about what we were doing, it probably wasn't a church. <laughs> this guy was like a medium and he would actually like, supposedly this, you know, person would come through and he would tell these like grand stories. And to me, it just seemed like a man telling a story. It wasn't like JJ who's like connecting with specific people. This man was like channeling a specific person and then that person's like telling about their lives. And 
I just remember being like, this is so weird. And just like kind of trying to go to sleep and like, it was a pew. Like I remember, so that's why I was like, is it a church? I mean, I can't remember. And I used to think this is so weird. And then now as an adult, this is what I'm doing. Like, right, right. Well, and how did you get connected to JJ? Um, Brandy, when she had her salon in downtown Portland, he would rent his place upstairs on March 4th from five to eight at night. If you know somebody. Sure. Yeah. Where is it virtual? So no, um, currently I don't have the specific place. It's probably going to be the <laughs> place that you were at. That's yep. my backup plan, but I was trying to find something a little bit more cozy and like, um, you know, where we could have candles or, you know, something, um, cause the conference room that we would use is a little big and you had yeah. people, I mean, it was nice, but it wasn't necessarily like a cozy, warm place. I found this really cute, coffee shop but they um don't have anybody to work that night and he doesn't want people to like not work he wants people to rest is what he said so it's like okay so i'm on the lookout but it will probably be where you came okay he's on right now are you ready yes i'm gonna let him know that you're not my person but yes it'll take a minute for his thing to um connect Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. JJ. Well, hi there, lovely people. Thank you so much. So Lori um, did come to a reading from with you before, and we were kind of just talking about it. She is not the person you're going to do the mini reading for. She um, will be logging in at about 910. Okay. Um, but Lori was just sharing her experience with you because she was a skeptic before she came and she was nervous. And then you kind of blew her mind and opened her up to this world where now she sees the signs that like maybe her mother is leaving for her where she never had um, experienced that before. And so we were kind of discussing that, like, were they there all along or are you just now paying attention and um, kind of what she thought about that. And, but I wanted to know, like, let's, let's hear about you a little bit, JJ, what it is that you do. And then if you can try to explain to me the difference between a psychic and a medium 
Um, I know that you go through that, um, but I kind of want other people to know who you are and what exactly do you do? Well, first, I just want to say, Lori, it, it's an honor that not only was I able to read for you, but um, for your mom to, because I always say that it's not it's not the medium, right? It, it's it, the medium should never take credit for what the spirit world does. Um, it's our job to be as neutral and as transparent as possible. But it takes you to have trust and courage to come to an event, to trust a medium. Um, so I think that it says a lot of who you are and of your mom's spirit. And regardless of the connection one has with the loved one, um, I always say thank you for A, trusting me, um, but allowing me to have that opportunity and being so open again to talk about your experience. I hadn't, you didn't hear it, but just for you to even share, I just want to say thank you. Thank um, you. It was really life-changing. So thank you. That, that, that means a lot. I, I'm, it's always comforting to know, right? Because the purpose of mediumship is, I always tell people, it's never to replace therapy. It's never to replace the grieving process. Um, it's, it's always an addition to, so it's addition to your grief. It's an addition to um, therapy. It's an addition to what your, your, or your, um, your practice. And so to know, and that's what mediumship should always be about. Mediumship should always be about evidence and leaving the person better than you found them. And to know that your experience in you know, 15, 20 minutes was impactful enough to change either a thought process, um, quote unquote, life-changing, it, it, it means a lot to know like the time, the energy that a medium puts into the, this practice, right, is doing good work. And, and that's, that's the whole purpose of mediumship is to provide comfort, to provide evidence that our loved ones are with us. Um, and, you know, I, I, I look at like, you know, the, uh, and I guess, I don't know the whole um, fluidity of, of, of this talk, but uh, one of the things that I always look at is like, you know, this, the difference between psychics and mediums and why one would go to, to the other and, and comfort, right? There's a lot of comfort that you get from both aspects, right? Psychism or psychic awareness, um, you read a person's energy. Um, you can use tools to do that as well, uh, right? So um, dowsing rods, um, tarot cards, oracle cards, pendulums, runes. Uh, there's many different facets on how one uses their psychism in order to uh, look at events around a person's energy as they are now because people have free will, because things aren't just set in stone, uh, things change. And so when somebody has a reading by a psychic uh, or you know, a psychic reading, they, the psychic will look at events and energies around the person as they sit. And so like if somebody were to call myself, let's say call a psychic hotline or uh, they go and have a, a psychic, you know, if somebody said, well, I went to this psychic and this psychic said this thing, but I went to this psychic and they said this thing, um, you know, which one do I believe? And I say, listen to your heart. The psychic only can bring up information and say, okay, this is what I see or what I interpret. Um, and then you kind of filter in. You should never just take what the person says and run with it and trust and believe that 
it, it to be completely true. You, 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 you take the information, you kind of sift through it and you find the gold nuggets. It's, it's kind of like, you know, hunting gold in, in sand, right? You, you sift it all up, you kind of shape things you're like, hmm, you know, what really do I connect with? Oh, there's a bit of gold that, that I connect with. Okay, I, I, I'm going to lean on this. And, you know, psychics, you know, we look at the energy where a, a medium is a spirit, a soul to soul connection. So um, I use the term uh, sitter as the client um, and the communicator as, you know, a loved one that has passed. So when you, when you hear me use those words, that's uh, kind of the, the, the scriptures. So our description. So um, the sitter, you know, will at, you know, sit in front of a medium or, you know, let's say we have a group of 15 people. Um, if we can imagine 15 people and each one of those has lost one to two people, sometimes three to five, just kind of depends. Then you're looking at a huge group of people on the other side. And I always say that, you know, a medium, um, that the other side's kind of like, uh, it's not like a DMV where somebody takes, you know, they take a ticket and they kind of wait their turn. Um, we have seen myself do uh, what I call drive-through mediumship, where in an, an event like 15, you know, 10 to 15 people, I'll go to each person asking who they would want to hear from. While I have no control of, of the other side, we've been doing these now for quite a few years. Um, and I would say maybe two or three times where a, 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 a spirit has not come through as clear uh, for someone else. And I always tell people that A, I'm never a hundred percent, that, that I'm, I'm not the medium for everyone. And if any medium ever tells you that it's your fault, oh, it's because you're not open enough. Oh, it's because they're stuck somewhere. Oh, it's because they use like fear-based teachings or speech, walk away. That, that is not an ethical medium. Any medium that talks about fear or blames you for not connecting is, is not the right medium for any person. Um, it is up to the medium to be transparent and say, hey, I'm not connecting. That's okay. It, 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 it's, it should never be something personal that the medium does. So any person that, that does listen to this, that is studying or interested in mediumship and you are practicing and you get things wrong or you don't feel anything, be honest about that. Because that being honest and authentic about like, hey, I'm not picking up anything right now. Um, it could not, it may not be the right environment. It may be that you're tired. It may just be that you're not connecting and that's okay. You know offer a different time to connect to that, that, that person. Um, but mediumship is, you know, it, while I feel it's impactful and something that it's very dear to my heart, I've been doing this now for 12 years, um, since I was 19. Oof. Man, that ages me a little bit. Um, I'm thankful for the zoom filter a little bit where you can kind of do the touch-ups here. So that, that's, that's nice. Um, but it's, you know, I've been doing this now for 12 years and, it's still something that I, you know, I was doing full time, um, but I'm not a business person. I, I, I can't sell myself. And for quite some time, I, um, I had a space, I had an event space and it, it, you know, it was doing wonderful. And I got this, that weird tickle, that weird loud voice that says, get out. And I did, I closed down shop. Um, and two weeks later, COVID hit. And so 
I was so thankful to have listened to that voice. Um, otherwise, we know where, where group gatherings would have been <laughs> a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, I, 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 mediumship was not something that I dreamt about doing. It's not something that um, I, you know, I sat down one day and said, ah, oh, I'm going to be a medium. It was something that kind of happened out of uh, a tragic situation. And a lot of mediums go through that. I think that even in our life, tragedy tends to push us um, into our, our true path. And I know that a lot of mediums have experienced a loss. They go and see a medium and they're so curious about that experience. Like, like you, Lori, like you had an experience and it pushed you, it propelled you into, okay, I wanna know more. And what's fascinating, I always tell people, you don't need a medium to connect. We are all made of the same energy that a medium connects to. And so I always tell, you don't need me. You looking a little bit deeper, like, okay, like I feel this, but let's see what else is there. Like, th yeah, go see a medium, right? Or maybe you're, you're skeptical. Um, I always say like, if you're gonna go see a medium, make sure that they have work that's public. Make sure that you can see the work that they're doing. Um, word of mouth is always the best, but you know, ensuring that you're, you're uh, going to someone who is in the public that's doing the work. Um, you also have those mediums who are so like afraid of the public eye. And I have a couple of friends who will absolutely never do public demonstrations, but they will always do private readings and they're killer. Um, but nine times out of 10, like make sure that, that they are approaching this work with love because that's what this work is about. This work is about providing love and showcasing that love never dies. It is something that will continue beyond this physical realm. And as we all have heard that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Yeah. Well, you said something that reminded me um, you had said sometimes spirit doesn't show up mm -hmm. and so I had a, done a reading or a group thing with you and my friend Carrie was there and Carrie is much like me where um, at least at the time we um, definitely were all about tarot cards and spirit world and you know all of this stuff yeah. and you looked at her and you're looking at her and you're like so this isn't your first time like you've been to things like this and she's like yeah and so you so you really don't like have any unresolved issues like because you're like because nobody's really waiting for you because um it to me it was like she had already maybe connected with these people maybe she understands that world so there's already this like connection so nobody was kind of waiting at the door for her right and and I feel like the same thing I'm like I'll ask you a few questions and you know I'll get some answers but I feel like maybe it's different when you've already believed so much in this world that maybe we don't have people crashing in the door trying to like get our way in where I have been at readings with you where there's that one dominant person that has like this huge voice and and they definitely want to be heard because maybe the person that's receiving it isn't listening to all the other like signs that they've been giving them all along. And then, and maybe by coming to you, it's opened up that, that floodgate of maybe now they can be heard or seen by other signs or things within. Um, and there was one other thing you said, it reminded me, I got to think of what it was. Ugh, it'll come to me. Um, but you, there were two things that you had said, and that was one of them. Do you feel like that could be the reason why sometimes people don't show up? 
Well, I, and, and I'll say that they do show up. And if, if, if the medium, so if I wasn't able to connect, like, I don't know if I ended up did like establishing some type of connection that night with her. Um, but, and I, and granted like growth, right. So in my, in my development, in my growth, I've learned that, and I have accepted that, that if I don't connect to a media or to a, a communicator, to a loved one that's passed, it's not that they didn't show up. It's that I didn't connect to them. And so I will say that they always show up, but am, is the medium able to connect to that energy? Um, but if she doesn't have anybody that she was really thinking about right. to, to mm-hmm. maybe that space was just kind of open to like, and maybe not a strong connection because she wasn't really expecting anybody. Does that, right. does that Yeah. Mean? So. Um, completely. So I, I have, you know, friends and even mediums, because uh, we have development circles, practice circles where mediums will sit in, uh, in groups with one another. Um, and one that I've been wanting to set up in Portland um, is a development circle or a practice circle where people who want to practice connecting to um, the other side, where you simply just what they call sitting in the power, um, which is completely necessary uh, for mediums to develop. And so mediums will sit around one another and there may not be this like deep healing message, right? It might be, oh, I'm sensing a female, this, you know, image, this name, blah, blah, blah. Yep, I connect to that. And that might be it, right? So there may not be this overall need to bring through a message. And for like your friend, there wasn't this big need. It was more like, oh my gosh, I love mediums. I want to go see him. Like, I just want to experience it. And yeah. sometimes people have, and, and right, so that message came from a psychic connection where I, I, I fell into this and my job is to kind of just feel what I experienced. So I kind of felt, you know, while I don't remember, I can, I can understand and kind of put two to together where I would feel like, hmm, right, like I myself, and that's what the psychic does is they feel the person's energy. So I may have felt like, oh, I'm not really here to hear anything. I'm just here to kind of experience. Yeah, and so because I've been in that I've gone to mediums and I I go to events to support other mediums because it should never be about like "Hmm, I don't know like that's a different medium like no I want to I want to see what the spirit world can do through someone else that's what this is about it's not to gatekeep it's not to say oh that client's mine that's bs like get your ego out of here i i will go i will support you i will i want to watch you i i I want to celebrate you when you get things you know wrong and right like that's what this it's supposed to be about none of this like bs of ego and so um like looking at that 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 experience it it just shows that like right there's the term of psychic medium right where you can go ah, this is a psychic connection. This is a mediumship connection. Hi, Candy. <laughs> okay, so I, you. this is what I was remembering what I was gonna say. You said that a psychic medium or medium should never replace counseling. And so I had this experience years ago 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, you know, Renee, mm-hmm. that's Renee. So I had gone yes. to her right after I had actually booked an appointment with her and then my friend had passed away and somebody I was very close to. And um, then I was like, okay, do I, st-? it was like a week later was her appointment. I'm like, you know, and you booked it like three months in advance. And then I was like playing with myself, like, do I still go? Or maybe did I book it because this was going to happen and I just didn't know it. Like, so I went. And I was very, very sad about my friend. And then um, I went and saw Renee. And then when I left, I was no longer like grieving because I knew she was fine. I knew she was in a great place. So then fast forward many, like a year, 10 years later, whatever, my friend Carolyn, she loses her son. And immediately she was like, what's Renee's, how do I get a hold of Renee? And I'm like, you're not going. And she's like, no, I need to talk to her. And I said, you have to grieve first because I missed the whole opportunity to grieve my friend to be sad. And that made me, um, like, it was like, I fast forwarded and I, but I still wanted to be sad for her because she was so important to me. And yes, I miss her dearly and everything, but I was no longer like a blubbering mess. Like I still wanted to be a little bit, but after I saw Renee, I was like, it was gone. Like I didn't feel that at all, but I knew when my friend had lost her son, I was like, I need you to experience a little bit of that. Like, I need you to go through that because that's one thing I missed. And I, and I feel like she got through it and then she didn't need Renee afterwards. Right. She's come to you many times with my events that I've done, but, um, and of course she loves all of them. And, but she already had a very strong spiritual connection after she kind of got through that grief where she feels like she talks to him quite often. And, um, so that's sort of like how I get my messages. It reminds me of an old story. And right. so like, sometimes like I share that cause I'm like, okay, so we had this guy, re- not recently, but a few years ago, he hit my uh, retaining wall out front. And immediately I remembered the story of this kid who um, purposely hit a little girl and killed her, but they found out who he was much faster because his license plate fell off. So when that driver hit my thing, I immediately thought of that story. Don't ask me why, but I'm like, his license plate's here. And it was, and my husband's like, this is so weird. But that's how I get my stories. I just get these stories, but like, <laughs> but now I'm very comfortable at home. And I'm like, I'm not giving myself opportunities to get more stories so I can connect and like, remember, you know, be able to use that later. Does that right. make any sense? Well, look who you're talking to. Complete yeah. set. I mean, okay, but I don't know, like you do things one way and I'm like, I feel like I get these stories, these random things that happen. And then, then I try to connect it. And then I'm like, okay, I just connected two stories. I'm just telling you this because this is what happened in the past. Right. Well, I'm actually going through my file cabinet and getting out. Oh, this is what happened. Right. Well, yeah. what we call that is, is clear cognizance. Right. So it's clear knowing. 
right? There's clair clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, but claircognizance yeah. is clear knowing. So when you can have an experience, you go, oh, I know that license plate is there. That's called claircognizance. So yes, you pulled from a memory, but that's how spirit works. Yeah. And like I, I when I, I just like, have to trust when that happens though. Because, right. right. Yeah. And and that's the creepy part is when you do trust it and you say it and then everyone goes, what in the world did you, why did you just say that? You're like, I just know it. Well, and it makes sense to me, but everybody else is like, okay. I'm like, well, and I feel like I don't just tell them the outcome. I have to tell them this whole drawn out story to, for it to make sense where maybe I don't need to do all of that. Right. But, but that's the thing is we do that as, as light, as mediums and psychics, because we know it's quote unquote weird. So we feel that if we go into this long story and explain, mansplain it, explain right. it to them, then they're going to look at us a different way. It's because we want them to view us not in that way. And yeah. that we have to get rid of and be like, look, you're going to judge me what, what, whether I wear different shoes or I talk to dead people. So this is how it's going to be. I'm just going to tell you what I feel. And if you don't like it, then, you know, tough cookies, I'll go to my people who do understand. So do I tell the whole story or do I just tell the outcome? Just tell the outcome. Okay. I mean, what you're doing is you're letting that, well, from, I'll say from my experience, when I have done that, I've allowed my anxiety and the fear of judgment push me into a way of, of telling all of this rather than going, listen, they're going to accept it. Or not. or not. Yeah, right. exactly. And, and so I would say is, is when you feel that urge to do that, pull back and go, this is, this is what I'm seeing and let them go. Well, why? Because if you already say the, 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 the ending, they're going to want to know how you got there. Okay. So if, if, or they can just go, mm, no. And then walk away and you go, cool. Right. I don't have to waste yeah, my yeah. time. Okay. I gave myself a hot flash telling that story. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's that it, it's the anxiety. It's it's. The, the, it is. I'm like, I'm like, I shared this, and I'm like, I'm sweating. My face is bright red. <laughs> it's, uh, but that's but that's that's what that's what it is. Is that granted? Like I I've had 12 years to kind of, and I still do it. I still, and it's because we as as people. That's why we have Facebook. That's why we have Instagram. That's why we have TikTok. We want people to see us in a certain way. We that's why we post things. We don't post things when things are horrible. In our life, we post things when they're the best. Why? Because that's what we want to be viewed as. So we go through this process of, process of, of divulging all this information just to get to this one key point, which we know is the most precious. But we want people to see, look, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm kind of crazy. Right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> right? And, and it's, I'm it's, kind of a lot crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it's, we as people need to reel ourselves back and go, but why am I doing that? And, and it, it's, it's realizing going, okay, I see that part of me. I love that part of me. Now, how do I let that part of me go? Because what is it serving? Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's a lot of, it's really difficult work. So JJ, I Hi. brought my friend Candy on and she's actually an old coworker. I have not seen her for years. Hi, Candy. Hi, Leslie. And, um, I don't know, Candy. Are you a believer in all of this? Is this no? Nope. What's happening? Not really? Okay. No. And then I mean, I, here's the thing. I guess yeah. it depends on what degree you're talking about. Okay. Well, I, I sent you a text, and I said, if you know somebody's passed away, yeah. or somebody that you'd like to connect with that's no longer here, I would just ask you to think about them, have a conversation with them, ask them yeah. to show up, 
even if you don't believe. I did. I did. Silly, that. I, do did. I do. Yeah. And I did. I had a great okay. conversation. I do believe in, I do believe in that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So JJ, I would like you to do a little mini reading for our listeners. Um, for Candy, please. She, I did not know. I did not tell JJ you were coming. He knows nothing about Oh, you. Okay. Hi, yeah. J- hi, JJ, Josh. Do you go by Joshua or JJ? Just don't call me late for dinner. That's all I do. <laughs> I will not. Um, so um, I will do my kind of typical spiel. I understand that you um, have never had an experience like this before. Um, so no. I, I, I may not look at you um, while I do this. I tend to kind of that way don't, I, I am ADD and um, it kind of takes away this thought process of, um, um, oh, is he reading body language? Is he, you know, and so I, I tend to look away from people as I read. I, um, uh, you can even take off the camera if you want, whatever you feel comfortable with. Okay. Um, I like yes and no responses. Yes, that makes sense. No, that does not make sense. Or I don't know. Um, they tend to, uh, for me, I feel things. So I'm already kind of getting, a, a, um, I can tell my anxiety is getting high. So I know that someone is stepping forward. Now, granted, I don't, I don't, I'm not in control of the other side. It's much bigger than I am, um, than all of us combined. I always ask that spirit comes through with evidence, personality, names, numbers, dates. They might talk about people that are still here in the physical world, as well as those on the other side. Even though you might have a specific person in mind, be open to the other people that that might step forward. Um, as long as I like them and I want to hear from them, that's <laughs> that works. And you know, I, I wish that that to be the case, but many oh. times there are people that come through that we may not have had the best interactions with. And sometimes they come through to either bring awareness to the things that they have done, um, the animosity that they may have created or uh, as a moment to heal or just say, hey, like I, I'm aware of this. It's not just you, you're, you're not, you're okay. not. So um, what I'm going to do, um, usually when I do private sessions, I don't do this, but because we do have two people who do have loved ones, um, I always kind of ask um, like who you would want to hear from. Um, I don't want the name, just the relationship. I don't want the birthday, none of that. Um, um, you want me to share with you who I thought about? before coming on yeah so the person that you you had in mind my sister so um i i'll this goes back to that whole thing about the story um where i have to explain the story so i'll just jump into it so i want to i actually want to go to to two different people and i hopefully one of these is your sister but um it's interesting because the first person I, I, I felt is, I don't feel as though that she passed in an, in an older age. The, the woman that I do have there, there, I know of two being on the other side. Um, one woman would have passed due to cancer. I know that we didn't, I don't wanna say we didn't prepare, but I feel as though that there was an illness that took her pretty quickly um, where we, I feel like, like we were aware that, that, that she was sick or we were aware of this individual being sick, we weren't aware of how progressive or how fast it was going to take her. Um, 
I also feel like with this woman, I'm not sure why, but I also got the stomach connection here as well. So I know that somebody would have had issues or would have had some pretty bad um, stomach issues prior to, to their passing. Um, I also get the month of May being significant. So I know that May or the 5th would be important. Birthday passings or anniversaries um, would be why they would bring up dates. Um, but I, I feel as though that we got to spend time with her before the departure. But again, it doesn't make me feel, feel keep feeling my hands, someone's hands on my face too. But I feel like I was able to say goodbye, just not in the way that I would have wanted. Does that make sense? Any of that? Some of it does, yes. Okay. So I want to pull back a little bit and I want to I want to address the the, the individual that I felt that would have had. <clears throat> I don't I feel like this was like like literally my whole entire body is like burning. Like it, I feel like I'm on fire. Like that's that's the feeling with this. And even before the session, I don't know if it was my candle, if it was me, but I, you know, when you start, when you get um, anesthesia and you can taste like metal, like running through your body. So I, I feel this kind of information. So I want to ask though, would you understand of her having an illness before her departure and where she would have had either medical treatment or would have had some type of the, the IV put in? Yes, both of those. I don't. Like, I, I don't know what this means, but would you understand where she would have had to have a lot of help? Um, like, I, I don't know why I feel like I, I'm literally like physically moving her or where she would have had to have had like a lot of help surrounding her care. Yes. And I don't know why she's like shaking like this. Like, I feel like I'm not in control of my, 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 my extremities like there's this feeling of like shaking but like like I feel like almost you know like when somebody has like um like MS or they would have had like um um but it's weird like I feel like I know that she has she had this illness for some time I don't feel like this was like six month boom this makes me feel like like she was aware of, of her health for, for quite some time. Would you understand that? I mean, it, it seemed, it seemed quick. It was longer than six months, but it was about 18 months of her being aware and of it. And may I ask, cause I want to, I want to address the stomach issue as well. But this is this is this is where it takes me. So I'm wondering if this is where it started, and then it spread. But where this feeling of would she have gotten like incredibly thin, like or lost quite a bit of weight? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there like there are dragonfly charms or butterfly charms. But would you understand where like the the charm bracelet would come in at for her? No. It feels as though that this was made after she passed away and why I would feel that there would either be two charms or two people got. Uh, okay, wait, no, there was, there really was. <laughs> I yeah, I totally forgot about that. Can you elaborate? Sure, I could share it with you. So my, my niece, her daughter, um, 
I'm in Oregon. My sister and her family were in California and my niece and my sister were best friends. And so at one point I took my niece to this, um, it's on the coast. There's a um, ceramics, little red shed ceramic shop. That's this beautiful little ceramic shop. And my niece bought two little dragonfly ceramic necklaces on a, on a rope on like these cute little colored strings. And she gave one to to um, another family member. And she left one here with me without even saying anything. She just left it here when she, the last time she visited. Perfect. So just know that not only is she aware of you taking her, the niece, right, to have that moment. And I just got full body chills as well. So if you felt chills or if you felt kind of tingly, know that that was her soul that you just felt. Because whenever I feel them, usually the, the sitter feels it but it felt as though that she wanted to address the two dragonfly um, pendants that were in memory of her. So to pass on the message to the niece as well, I want to come back. And it's interesting because as soon as that kind of, I do feel this like fiery, very like, like I look at your energy and yours is very, like, I think you can get spicy in certain situations, but I feel like your sister was constantly kind of spicy in a sense of just a very vibrant, very lively kind of personality. Um, 100%. Like the, was. It was yeah. this moment you're just like, can you, Jesus, like, can you not just like, for like, but I felt like she was always this very, she lived life to the fullest. And I, I, <laughs> I mean, there's this like, again, I don't want to say raunchy. I would say spicy would be, would be the appropriate word. But I want to go back to five, <laughs> why five would be significant, because I, I, I'm seeing it again. So I, I, I want to ask where the, the month of May, I, actually, this is in sign language, I believe this is, I don't know what this is, but I know this is a sign. So where would May come in at, or the fifth? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go here, but... Um, are, are there five children? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give that up right away. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My sister was the oldest of, of us, of us five. But I'm also aware of a child with her also on the other side. Are we aware of, I don't know if there's a story or there's somebody that was like, that was having difficulties getting pregnant. Um, I don't know if they did like, what is that? Um, uh, where they get help with it. I don't know. The, uh, like IVF. That, thank you. I'm, I'm wondering if that there was, because I'm, I'm now seeing two things here. So I want to address either somebody who had difficulties getting pregnant, where they had to have IVF or they, that they had to get assistance in getting pregnant. But I felt like, the, I don't know why I'm seeing an A name as well. I, I, I don't know if there's like an Alex or an Al, Al, but there's an, I don't know. Would you understand of, of somebody in the family that would have had issues getting pregnant that would have had to get IVF? No. If it does come up later, let me know, but I'm going to go forward with the message of what I see. 
I felt as though that that this child was not brought into this world, that this was due to, this was in utero, uh, where we would have lost a child. I felt like there was an A name connected to this. It's odd, like, why I feel like it's a cousin of yours, and and why I feel like it, this, I'm seeing male is, is the connection that I was seeing. She keeps pointing. Um, I also want to ask, I don't know if you would understand the name Rose or where Rose would be significant. Yeah, it's it's actually very significant in my family. My my grandmother on my father's side, um, her name was Rose, and my I have another niece, different niece, and her name is Rose. Wonderful. Because it wasn't Rose the flower, it was the name Rose is significant. Um, I have to say, like when I when I connect to your grandmother. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister-in-law was pregnant with twins. My sister-in-law's name is Annie. Not a cousin, but that's my brother's wife. She was pregnant with, with twins and she lost one of them. It felt as though that for whatever, this was her way of saying who she's with on the other side is that there was a child connected to an A name and then she brought up the name Rose. And so this is just saying of, of who she's with on the other side. Huh. I'm also <laughs> wondering around the twins, if there would be a January connection or like a one connection as well. So if there's like a first or January, but I, I did see one being significant. No, not that I'm aware of. Give her a minute. I know, I was just thinking, <laughs> give me five minutes and I. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm wondering if it's like, January 5th, or the 5th of January, not sure, or the 15th, but I, I, I see one five, so I'm wondering if it's January 5th, but let me keep going. Mm. I don't know. One of the things that I do, I, I am aware of, and um, I know that she's, I'm going to ask this, but this is kind of strange. Was she an, now I don't, okay. So was she an avid hiker? No. Great. Cause I, 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 I felt like that was a no, but I want to explain the picture. I keep seeing like, I don't know if it's Machu Picchu or if like there's these like big ass, excuse, I don't, I don't know if I can cuss, big old mountains. Um, but I, I don't know if somebody like, hiked a mountain in her memory or climbed to the top of something and like took a photo of like, of like why I'm seeing like this kind of pose, like, like this, like we, like warrior kind of pose, but there's almost this like, I, I, I get pulled to this, like a photo, like, you know, like if somebody like does like a run marathon and they, they wear like a ribbon in somebody's memory and they like take a photo, that's the kind of image that I'm seeing. So I don't know if this was done in her memory, but I, I feel like I want to say thank you. Like there, there's an appreciation kind of oh. about this, this photo. I don't know. 
Okay. I feel, I feel confident to say that this will make sense. Um, even if it was, even with that niece, I, 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 the one that, that came, there's, the, there's like this traveling kind of energy about her. Like, I don't feel as though that she wants to either stay where she's at or stay in her city. Um, like, it feels, I don't know if it's tailored to that niece, but I felt like I wanted to, to, to say, thank, like, there's, yeah, like, I, like, the, yeah, the is like, whether that makes like, a lot of sense. Which part? Uh, well, a couple of things, probably my niece, my sister's daughter is, um, she visits me often in Oregon and it's not easy, right? She's a full grown adult and traveling with work and everything is not easy. And she always gets the family together to do so as well. And, um, uh, she loves to travel. She'll go anywhere, drop of a hat with anyone. Yep, she loves to travel. I know and I'm aware of not only the amount of light your sister brought into this world, but I know I know that there's, I don't want to say, even though that she was the oldest, a lot of responsibility falls on you. But there's this sense of, I think that she would have carried the world if she could. I feel as though that she would have sacrificed anything to be there for anyone at any moment. And I would go as far to say that, that when we talk about like the pure of hearts, I, I do believe your sister possessed that. And I feel as though that even on this physical earth and, and not, I, I just feel like that, that saucy kind of personality was just part of it. I know that she was kind. There's this generosity that that there's again, like I feel as though that I could like whether it's donate, like I, I just feel like giving back to people who have far less than we do. Like that's that's the energy that comes around. I don't know where this facet <laughs> hound comes in at or what is it? A facet hound? Huh. Or like this dog, like with really floppy ears. Um, it's not a very big dog. It would be, I don't know, maybe it's a fat uh, dachshund, not too sure. But for whatever reason, she's holding, I would say it's a good, it's a chunky, <laughs> chunky wiener dog with like really floppy ears. Hmm. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know about that. If, if it comes, I swear, I feel like there's a photo of her going like, I don't, I don't know if it's, I swear she's at like a farm or something. So a couple of things uh, weirdly about, about the Basta Hound or the, the Hound or the Fat Chihuahua, I don't know what it is, but um, I don't know, but she makes me feel as though that, that you feel as though that either you didn't get a chance to say goodbye or you feel as though that you missed out on something. And I feel like I need to say that she's aware of either A, how much she wanted to be there, but there's also, again, this acknowledgement to how much you've already done for her. And it feels as though that, and again, I'm not saying she made life easy, but I, I feel as though that there's this awareness to talk about how much you helped her and how much you did for her 
I'm also wanting to bring up again, I know that 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 I feel I can I just keep feeling like my hands, like I feel someone's hands over my face. And it feels as though that I want to say that I knew that it was my time. I knew that that I was going to go. And I don't feel like she gave up. I feel as though that her body couldn't recover. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yes. She didn't need a transplant. Like it wasn't like that like it, that like it was too late. But that's that's the feeling. It's like it's, it was just too late. That's true. Yes. I don't know if she was unresponsive or that she was in a medical coma um, for a, a, a week or two before she passed. Uh, sorry, she, so two things. So I, I kept hearing music um, as well. And so I feel as though whether somebody played music or people were singing to me, like right before my departure or like in the room, um, it's kind of odd, but Who is that guy? Who has the guy with the really colorful glasses? He's kind of mm, um, John Legend, Le John Lennon, John Elton John. Elton John, thank you. Um, Rocket Man. I'm, I like. I I I, I don't know what, where Elton John or Rocket Man or why I see music, but there's like this big like like all of a sudden she's showing me all of these like yeah. I don't know why I'm seeing that. I'm also. That makes a lot of sense. Not the Elton John part, but the music part. <clears throat> Can I ask, like, was this, was there like somebody's birthday, like right before the passing as well? Or is it shared the same month? Uh, yeah. And I know it's going to be sound, sound weird, but was there a story where she saved your life? Yes. Yes, she did. Like, I don't want to say that she literally like, pulled you out, but like there's- She this literally thing. pulled me out. But she just says- <laughs> Yeah. I was drowning in, in the ocean in California and she literally pulled me out and saved my life. I just got full body chills. I, I want to say that when she did pass, A, I know that she wasn't in pain. I know that that even after the departure, there is more of this celebration of her life. I, I do feel as though that when, again, I don't feel as though that you get signs and symbols, like when you, um, like quarters or nickels or, or, you know, dragonflies maybe. But again, I keep hearing music and she will not leave it alone. Like it's, it's nonstop. And I, I really thought that, that like, I, I, I don't, I don't listen to Elton John, but like, I uh -huh. keep hearing piano, pianos, just pianos. Like that's, it's over and over and over and over. Hmm. Well, I, I, on the day that she passed, we played all of her favorite music. Perfect. So my, my view of that is in the way that she communicates, even after her departure, she's aware of either what was done in memory of her, literally singing, playing the favorite music in, 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 in her honor. I do have to ask, when, when talking about where she was laid to rest, did we make a, a, a split decision or did we change at the very last second? 
Well, there was a split decision, but she was never truly laid to rest. So in the traditional sense. Gotcha. It felt as though that whether it was her remains laid to rest, that there was a split decision at the end where we would have switched it or changed it. We did. It just felt like I wanted to say, not only am I aware of this, but I approve of this. We knew she would. Yes, we did make a split decision. Can I ask what you guys ended up doing? Uh, we cremated her. Well, and then did you guys end up burying the cremations? No. No, they got split up between my niece and my nephew. And then there's been some jewelry that was made. And there was also a painting that was made. Um, my nephew made it for my niece. So she has an older son as well. And um, so my nephew made a painting that we have a video of it using her ashes. And it was a like a seascape. Gotcha. Do you know Pretty where my, my name would come in at? So is there a Josh or a, a John? Or where the J name would be at? There's a J name, but not a Joshua or a John. Okay. And is it is it to that that the boy the? No. Okay. Because. Okay. Anyways, sorry. I keep it. It's. I promise you, I'm trying to give it to you, but the, and then and then I see a little thing, and then I see another little thing. Um, Okay, I will pass it to you, I promise. Although there is somebody with her that I do believe would have had um, either brain cancer or that would have passed because of like, uh, um, like a tumor that would have metastasized or that would have, that's something that would have affected the brain as well. So mm. dementia, Alzheimer's, but. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. Anywho past two, I promise. Do you have any big questions? No, I, I don't have any questions. I, um, I guess, you know, the earlier question that you had for me is if I had one for my sister, I, and I think I know the answer, but I, I guess my question would be, so she has two grandchildren and was it enough time for her with her grandchildren? And you know the answer to that. I know. You didn't. You didn't. But to get to know them, and you know. Well, what we deem here, on the, so if I could just speak frankly, fuck no, like of course not, mm -hmm. like absolutely not, and there, there's never enough time, and we know that. But I think for what we understand of spending physical time, her awareness of being on the other side is a bit different. And so as a medium or it, it, their job, my job is to say their consciousness and love still exists without the physical body. So though they didn't, the, the children didn't get to make all the memories with her as a physical person, she is still able to see as a spiritual person, even not, not being here. That's, that's the whole point of today is to bring up awareness and events that either in the past, present, um, right after she passed, her awareness, who she's with, to say, look, I'm still here. 
I'm just here in a different way. Mm -hmm. I swear there's a photo of her holding either a fat dog or it's, <laughs> or it's a pig, but I swear it like it's her, oh. like, her like holding it going like, and I, I see like the floppy ears and it's pretty fat. I mean, she had fat little pugs. She had fat pugs. She had pugs that were fat. I mean, they had flop. I, do pugs have floppy ears? Maybe. I don't know, but I'll tell you, pugs are pigs. It's one letter different. I know. The, I know. <laughs> Not much else. They're about the same. If you ask me, people. Oh. They sound awful. They smell horrible. Like, feel They're bad for smelling. both of them. Um, <laughs> but I, I, Disney is really big too here. I'll mention, um, because literally, I just saw like. Like Wendy from uh, Peter Pan, like it's this whole like like she's going back to Neverland. Like that's, I think she's just a big kid to be honest. Maybe. No, she is. Well, I, <laughs> I would say even here in the physical world, she had a, a childlike personality, or just didn't really. I would say that that her energy uh, personality was something that people either aspired to have, just the. Just didn't really care what people thought of her like I know that she like liked the way she looked but who doesn't but I still feel like this just this like like I get to go back to this neverland where you know we doesn't she doesn't get to experience any physical pain um and I don't know this to be true but maybe you would where she would have experienced quite a bit of heartache even here on the physical physical earth and not to say that she sure. wasn't surrounded by love, but I, I would say that there's there's quite a bit of people that she put trust in um, that really raked her over the coals. And part of me feels as though that she always and could always rely on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a couple of hard times. You, but the, I don't want to say like family like walked away or stepped away from her, but it just feels as though that there's a lot of people who kind of gave up or just didn't really reach out as much as we thought people were going to. And it just feels as though that you stepped up to that plate and that's something she may have saved you physically, but I, I feel as though that you saved her emotionally. There's always this feel that whether she could text you, call you, reach out to you, you were there. And it just feels as though that not laughing about that it's like the the debt's been paid like it, it's this feeling of <laughs> you were always there for me and it's all, like literally i can hear her joke going well i'm glad i saved you like that kind of again i don't know if it's more of her spice but it, it feels it feels as though that 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 you were you were a rock that she depended on quite a bit Even yeah i i hope so yeah yeah she was a goofy a uh, goofy fun lady throughout her whole entire life. Uh, I wanna say thank you. I know that this is very different for you and um, the whole experience. So it takes a lot of courage, it takes a lot of trust for you to allow me to um, giggle with you, to talk about very precious things. And so I wanna say thank you for allowing me to have this opportunity. I hope you had an opportunity to listen to the very end. And if you're interested in joining us in our next group event, we are having only 15 people. Each person will be read 
I write note cards for each of you so when you leave you can take your note cards with you and reflect on them later. But it will be on Saturday, March 4th from 5 to 8 p.m. It's going to be in the Portland, Oregon, Tiger, Tualatin, Lake Oswego area. I'm still working on the perfect spot. But you can register at www.salonsleuths.com. Thank you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.